Hail and hello, everyone. Welcome to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, a Midgard Musings production. Join me, Jesse, your host, as we discuss random heathen-related topics and various other things in an attempt to find where, if any, heathen worldviews can be applied. You can support this podcast by clicking on the Linktree link in the description or show notes. You can also follow me on all of my social media platforms, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and become a patron on Patreon. Join me every Thursday morning at 9 a.m. Eastern, 8 a.m. Central on all major podcast streaming platforms, including Apple and Google Podcasts, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and many, many. If you wish to have your voice heard on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast, you can dial in to 615-671-9832. Thank you all once again for listening to the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. Enjoy and hail to you all. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Okay, okay. And all right, all right. Hail and welcome, everyone. Random Heathen Ramblings podcast is officially underway, and uh, joined with me today is uh, co-host. I don't even like the term guest anymore because you know you kind of help you kind of help uh, keep the keep the flow going when you're here. Uh, Dingo is here with us today, so yeah, Hello. Dingo, what's up, man? Good seeing you again. Yeah, man. You know, um, always a pleasure, and it is a pleasure. It is it is an honor and a privilege, my good sir. Feels like a while since we've seen each other face to face. I think the last time we beheld each other's visage was during Sigur Bloat. I was gonna say it was Sigur Bloat, wasn't it? Yeah. Beholding visage, right? That 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 sounds more than what it actually is, but it's just we, when we saw each other's face. <laughs> 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 Which uh I did talk about on the on the last, you know, podcast. It, it seems like, oh, you know, that's all you talk about is is the tribal stuff or the or the events i'm like hey it's it's something to talk about right it's like yeah. uh bonnie ray baby let's give him something to talk about how about <laughs> how about bloat or how about cigar bloat right I mean, <laughs> but it was good and um, it was it was a great time man our best wicker man ever d- dude i mean we've got we've got a tall order to fill next year i am so proud of how that turned out <laughs> right <laughs> i am so proud just from like the one year to the next like looking back on the first one, I was like, wow, like it looked great at that time. And it is great because it was, you know, the intent behind it all. But like just the 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 construction of the latest one, the newest one was so I don't know, man, it was like Patrick did a super, super job 
with the engineering of it all, getting the right I think pieces. Next year, we're going to have to like build one of those like 20 foot ones like, <laughs> out in the yard, like not even in the woods, you know, just yeah, we need ladders and shit. Yeah, <laughs> stack up like pallets and stuff or whatever. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it was. Hang it on was one second. Good. That's all good. Got the got the uh, the old AC just cut on and cut on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> be that time, you know, be that time of year. <laughs> It'd be that time of year. So, uh, but yeah, like I was talking um, on the podcast last week, and just you know, for you, in case you missed it, like the the with, with Kaya reading the ritual. I mean, yeah, it lined up great with everything because, like, I, I saw a lot of people around that time um, talking about their rituals, and I remember seeing one person online. I don't even remember where or who stressing a bit about oh, I've got to lead this ritual. I've got to co-lead this ritual and I'm nervous and this. And I'm like, hey, you know, a six-year-old can do it. Right. You can do it. Like, right. don't stress it so bad. Job. Yeah. <laughs> she did a great job. Yeah. So a lot of stuff uh, to be proud of. And um, I'm just, I'm super glad that, uh, you know, we got we got to experience all that together. Missed, missed Ken, you know, I hope he knows that he was missed. So. Yeah. But that's what that's how it goes sometimes, you know. We do what we can, you know. But um aside from that, man, what else is going on? Oh, well, you know, today, Monday things. Monday things. <laughs> they did that that bit that, that they be. I mean, uh, the you know, time uh, thing is uh, like, took Kaya to the arcade over the weekend, you know, had a good time. There's some there's some pictures of that posted on my page, you know. Definitely good times. Good, good. Fun little play date. It was awesome. Good, good. Well, I'm glad, man. Um, you know, my weekend was uh, spent with um, just chilling mostly. Um, we went yard sailing. Um, not sailing on the yards in, in the sense of we didn't put <laughs> ships or boats onto the yard. Right? We went We went driving around. And, Get out of the old land canoe. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Wasn't like that. The, it, the 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 climate didn't suit us. The, there was not a lot of good headwinds. Um, <laughs> but no, we uh, and I don't usually go. But you know, Vanessa was like, "Hey, you want to get up to you know go?" They have like community yard sales, yeah. and she and her parents usually go and and stuff. I was like, "Well, I'm not going to get up early to do it," and we didn't. It was you know because they thought it was gonna. We thought it was gonna rain, so we wouldn't even really plan that much for it but we did end up going to some like community yard sales and spent time you know with her folks for the latter half of the like later morning early afternoon and then the rest of the weekend was you know just kind of chilling um i made this uh you know rune set out of that redbud tree which i've for everybody that's listening to the podcast if you are not following me on on facebook twitter or instagram or subscribe to the youtube channel then what are you doing with your life first of all number one number two it's all posted there <laughs> check it out it's it was a redbud tree that uh was on my father-in-law's and you know um where they live a couple of lots down uh they just needed to trim the tree and 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 uh maintain the property line so you know some of those some of those limbs have been turned into 
one of you know the, one of the main limbs of the tree is has has or is going to become a a, a tribal relic um so it's a staff it's going to be a ritual staff uh, it's a rauderblom red flower uh staff so and then there's other pieces that i've used to make some rune sets well one rune set i think i have enough material to make at least another one maybe two nice but uh i don't use like dremels or saws to cut the pieces it's all you know hands-on same you know same theme you know with a lot of what we do with the tribe you know uh no power tools now i will say that uh part of the tree uh that I'm, I'm making them stuff from did get removed uh, with a chainsaw. It was electric chainsaw because it's what my father-in-law had. And that was, you know, for the sake of time and, and efficiency, you right, know, right, right. let's, let's, let's make it a little bit easy on ourselves, but the rune sets themselves, like I, you know, cut them into pieces by hand and use the wood burner to, to do it all. And, and then sanded them hand, hand, you know, smooth them all out and all that. So it, it's a lot of, a lot of uh, physical, uh, effort focused on with with minimal power tools needed but the the that was a fun project um you know so for everybody again listening if you're looking to get a very unique rune set these these you know sets you can't you can't buy online not that i know of i've never seen or heard um of redbud rune sets online speaking of my in-laws by the way it's pouring down rain outside and here he comes i can hear the dogs outside uh going crazy because he just let him in i'm like it's muddy and wet outside and he he comes over and lets him out <laughs> but now i'm gonna have a nice mess to clean up in the floor i'm sure because of their muddy wet paw prints right but anywho um it's all good the uh the rune sets dogs will be dogs 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 dog, dogs are gonna dog man i mean that's what they do <laughs> yeah you know, potatoes gonna potate, haters gonna hate, and dogs gonna uh, canine. Dogs canine's gonna dog. canine. <laughs> I guess I don't know. Cats gonna cat. Yeah, yeah. We, we do what we do, uh, <laughs> and that's all right. I'd rather have that kind of mess. You know, I mean, at least it's it's wholesome. It's you know, <clears throat> this house is a this house is a a mess, but it's a it's an organized mess, and it's it's a mess right. because we coexist with the Vatier. Um, and our pets right. are our representations, I think, uh, oftentimes of, of, of the, the spirits that dwell within the home. They can manifest themselves through the, the pets, at least, you know, they can um, make themselves known through the. Well, that's, a, that's another fun thing, right? You know, the, about Sigur Blood. We got a new pet here from Sigur Blood. Mm. Yeah, talk we, about yeah, that. What yeah, a little, little Cosmo. Little salamander. He, he he looks like the cosmos. He's black with little tiny white. He looks like the cosmos. Yeah, you know, and uh, he's a cool, dude. Yep. I never seen one white like that. Like I I remember uh, finding salamanders and stuff in the wild. You know, because you, you know you move rocks and limbs and stuff in those wet areas, and they're they're like pretty prolific. But uh, I don't remember seeing one. And maybe it's a pretty common like coloration or markings, but the, the the white spots on black body, I've never found one well, like that. A, a couple of breeds, I'm pretty sure because of the area, it's most likely a South Appalachian salamander. But okay. it could be a couple of different spotted breeds. Okay. But, uh, you know little guy's doing good or gal whichever it ends up being it's too little for me to sex it but 
Right. Doing good. Uh, you know, yeah, I got the little pinhead crickets that I've been feeding it. Did your uh, did your volume change or something? You you kind of sounded a little. Second. I think we should be good now. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is it better now? Sounds like a little. It was a little far away, but. It, it yeah it may have been a little bit far away for a second okay my uh, headset cut out for a second so yeah yeah it still sounds like you're a little bit low on the volume but we'll uh make it work but so yeah um i remember like from up north where i lived the the salamanders that were native had like almost orange skins like their, their skin was orange with black spots um so i guess it's just maybe a a native coloration thing but yeah a couple of those around here but Mm. there's a lot of different species obviously yeah so yeah that's cool right you know the the vatier i mean that that's definitely something of the wild you know the 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 living outside of the confines of the of the hearth um so yeah i don't know this uh this whole like family thing um kind of why i wanted to or what i wanted to talk about today uh family kin um uh blood right the the connection that we have with family and how that connection can be uh severed uh disrupted damaged you know over time through actions, through deeds, and and what that means to us as, as heathens, specifically, because the family unit, I think the the the, the clan structure, uh, you know, is 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 very old in its in its construct, right? Like it's it's the the, the basis of where we find a lot of cultures. It's you know, home is where the heart is. The the hearth is is you know, sanctity. It's it's sacred. It's 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 sovereign, right? And that extends beyond the immediate hearth and, and into the, the, com- the combined um, blendings of hearths. You know, when, when, when families and clans uh, blend and mesh, you know, you have what becomes tribe, you know? And so the, the sovereignty, I guess that's the right word, the sovereign nature of it all, um, is paramount. It means a lot to us, you know, and when any of that, uh, sovereignty and then any of that sanctity gets, you know, damaged for whatever reason, like it, 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 it hits such a, a nerve, you know? So we see this a lot in, in, in heathenry and paganism in general, especially when there's, um, dissension of, you know, the religious aspects of, of, of this whole thing from, Christian families, you know, people that have, that have come from Christian homes and Christian backgrounds and people that are very devout and, and exclusive to their spirituality and their religious beliefs in that way. And I don't mean to like lump everybody into the same categories because I've, I've, I've met and been introduced and am close to enough people who I would say are fundamentally Christian, um, but that are not so, but not that way. Yeah, but yeah, but that aren't just so, you know, uh, exclusive to the point where they, they, they condemn you or they ostracize you or they shun you for 
differing beliefs. You know, they're accepting to the point and they, they, they hold to their beliefs. And I, and I congratulate that. Like I 100% would um, not want anybody to stop being devout in their beliefs. Just like I would expect the same respect from, from those like, Hey, don't, don't, uh, don't try to shoot me down for, for my approach to things. And I won't shoot you down for yours. You know? Well, Christianity has always been kind of an odd one for me that it's the, I've studied religion and culture since I was a kid. It's kind of a hobby, you know, and Christianity is one of the very few that I've seen where you have like Christian on Christian hatred Mm. and that's a very bizarre concept to me of like you're not this so you're going to hell and I'm like but you're all on the same team right like right there's all the different isms (laughs) the different um what I call them sects right s-e-c t sects uh isms i would call them you know there, there's baptism uh, you know i used uh, to work with a girl that was like too catholic for catholics and like, <laughs> i heard things like that a lot i'm like what does that mean i don't <laughs> i thought that was like the pinnacle of 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 monotheism was was catholicism like even though i i, I will always contend that you know you're 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 just relabeling paganism if you're catholic the saints were gods, you know, the rituals were pagan rituals. And now you're just, you know, putting it into a, a, a church, a cathedral, right. you know, relabeling it to, to fit the demographic. Yeah. You're still doing rituals. Okay. Like that's, that's what's happening. <laughs> oh yeah, for sure. And, and, and that, that, like you say, you know, just from having come from a Christian background myself and seeing the, the infighting, as it were, uh, or, or the, the, the opposition from other, because, um, I mean, I, brought, I was brought up in a non-denominational, you know, uh, approach to, to the whole thing. And largely, no, I won't even say largely, entirely, like other denominations of, of Christianity were considered, um, wrong, you know, like, so it was, you know, that there, there was, there was wrong, there were, there were wrong things with Baptist, uh, Baptists, there was wrong things with Pentecostals, there was wrong things with Presbyterians, Catholics, especially, uh, there was a, there was a, there was a palpable disdain, uh, for Catholics. And, and that might be a whole other, I might get Richard in on that one. Um, uh, because of the, because of the, uh, I don't know, man, there was like a whole like decade long study in the church that I went to um, devoted to like the book of revelations and the prophecies of the new, the new Testament and some of that stuff. And, and like, it was really fascinating if you look at it from a theological standpoint. Um, but, it, but it all points back to, you know, Babylon is Rome, the Roman Catholic church and, and, and the, the, the beast of the revelation, the antichrist is, is a Roman Catholic Pope and like all this like really wild stuff, man. And um, I just, you know, when I look back at it all and, and see the pure disdain for not just other 
religions, uh, non-Christian religions, but the disdain for actual other denominations within Christianity. It was like, well, it's either, you know, you or nothing at that point, you know, like there's no room for, for, there's no gray area. And the gray area is kind of where I want to focus on with this particular podcast, because the gray area exists. The, there are no, there are no absolutes, right? right? In religion. Would you, I mean, yeah. would you say that there's, that that's a yeah, fair yeah. statement? There's too many variables. There's too many things it's, it's that all, you can't. It's all gray. When, when, it, when you, when you study it for long enough, you realize that it's all gray. There, there is no black and white. There is no good and evil there, in a way, but it's, it's, it's all very much left to interpretation. Yeah. And I, I, I mean, even, even Christianity, you know, you know, thou shalt not murder, but you know, like, okay, but God said you should murder your firstborn son. Like, wait, wait a minute. What, how is this? It's gray. It, it, it's depends. There's caveats, you know? Yeah. It's, you know, definitely don't do this. Um, but at the same time, I want you to do this if they go against me. Yeah. Okay. That seems pretty egotistical, um, egomaniacal even, um, of a deity, which, you know, hey, let's call it the way it is. I mean, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob is a pretty, uh, he's an egomaniac. Yeah, yeah. But, um, <laughs> you know, suffice that to say. Um, and that's cool, you know, I mean, hey, do your thing, man. But <laughs> Right, I mean, you know, okay, like, do your thing. But, and you know. The, the acceptance of it, the whole, the gray area. Um, I, I wanted to, to, to mention something because again, I'm, I'm going to speak, I'm, I'm going to speak freely here. And I know before we, we started airing this, um, you were like, Hey, you know, can I speak freely too? And I'm like, absolutely. Because why else would we be here doing this? If, it, if we couldn't, um, I had a recent, not even an interaction. I wouldn't even call it an interaction, but I, I, I noticed something recently. You know, um, and I've talked here on this podcast, and Dingo, you know specifically because I, I uh, you know, you're, I, I confide in you a lot with things that I don't publicly uh, share. But to the extent that I have talked about the, the estrangement that I've experienced with my family, my actual family, my blood family, my, my blood kin, you know, the roots from which I've grown, literally, right? Parents, right. siblings, that sort of thing, and the estrangement that I've felt, um, and and the, and the excommunication that has that has befallen me for my beliefs, um, and kind of where I've fallen in that with 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 how I feel with it all, you know, accepting it, um, but still feeling the sting and the pain of, man, why does it have to be this way? So, um. I know, at least in the past, that members of my family see what I post. They see my YouTube channel. Uh, they've, they've confronted me about my image, my, my you know, looking possessed, right, because of the, the, of the ritual attire that I wear or whatever. And I'm like, you know, whatever. That, that, that's a thing. But so anyway, this is for them. This is for them that, that if you're still watching and if you're still enamored with what I do and if you still have uh, the spare time to want to be focused on what I do, then 
I'm still here. Um, and so my sister, my sister, her husband, and my niece, their daughter, who will be turning a year next month. No, next. Yeah, I believe next month. Uh, next month or July. I'm trying to remember. I think she was born in the June. So she's you know right around almost a year old. I've never met her a day in my life. We were supposed to go up to New York to meet her to um, you know be introduced and everything. And I was I was told that I wasn't welcome. And uh, so, you know, we're still we're still connected on social media and uh, but haven't really talked to any great degree since. Anyway, noticed a post from my sister where um, they went to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. Now, from where my siblings uh, where my sibling and her husband uh and their daughter live in new york still to myrtle beach south carolina is about a 12-hour drive put that in respect to where i live in tennessee is about a 13-hour drive from new york to there for you know from from here to new york from you know so you're talking like an uh, an hour and a half two hour difference maybe depending on when you stop traffic that sort of thing they've never once taking a trip down to Tennessee to see me and the nature of their trip to, to, to Myrtle beach, South Carolina was to attend the funeral of my brother-in-law's friend's father, not a family member. And I get it that family doesn't always mean blood because that's what we're here to talk about. A dear friend of his, his father died they made a 12-hour one-way trip for the weekend or whatever, how, you know, however many days, to, as he's put it, pay their respects, attend the service. Now, again, I'm looking at that, and I'm going, my wife, your literal sister-in-law, their sister, you know what I'm saying, uh, their sister-in-law suffered a grievous family loss last year and i did not expect and i would not expect anybody to make a 12 hour long drive or 13 hour 14 hour long drive to attend their services but i sure as shit would have expected a message a text uh, a, a card or something in the mail to express condolences because it wasn't concealed and it wasn't private and it was very well known that this had happened she suffered a tragic loss i'm your literal brother i'm your brother-in-law you are kin and blood to me you don't want to talk to me you don't want me to have anything to do with your family because of quite honestly shallow ignorant reasons you're uneducated you don't know what the hell you're talking about and i'm here to put you that in that in that in that place but you will drive 13 hours to attend the funeral of your best friend's father. Good for you. Good for you for having a sense. Good for you for having an understanding of respect for the dead and respect for those who are nearest and dearest to you. Apparently, I don't fall in that category. I don't fall into the category of nearest and dearest, even though I've literally been with you your whole life. 
even though I'm the one who was your nearest and dearest friend for most of your life, even though that th despite the mistakes and stuff that I've made, I've made amends to correct those things, to be near and dear to you once again. And having done that and having been true to myself and having, you know, expressed myself in my true form, have been excommunicated and have been denied that opportunity to uh, meet my niece, my blood, my own kin. I've been disallowed the opportunity to be tied in that sort of way. And I'm going to get real and I'm going to say, what's that? <laughs> that, that. I'm going to get real too. Cause you know, like that last one, the, the, the whole photo shoot thing. Mm -hmm. like, I, I, I was a black metal artist for 10 years. I played black metal and doom metal. I did, I had a noise ambient project. You know, I was at, uh, Wooten, the, with the, it, it's all showbiz. Yeah. It's showbiz. It's like, theater. Yeah. You, do you do you think I like go to work in corpse paint? <laughs> you know, like uh, no. You like cooler if you did. <laughs> it would, but I don't because that stuff tastes terrible and it's annoying to put on. But <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it's showbiz. Like yeah, it's a promo. I, I I viewed that like a promo shoot for that I would do any kind of photo shoot for any kind of art project that I've been involved with. You know, I've done music videos, I've done photo shoots, I've, you know, interviews, the, all, all the things. And, you know, like you, it, it's showbiz in order to promote yeah. whatever media you're putting out, you have to make it interesting. You have to make it, you have to act. Yeah. It's acting, it's showbiz. It, it's not, you know. And in the religious or the spiritual aspects of it, it's the ritual theater parts of paganism are very well celebrated i feel there's a lot of you know dress the part it's kind of like this right now you think i you think i walk around town looking like a fucking druid yeah or or you right. know what i'm saying like i don't i don't dress like this all the time i mean it would be neat but it's not <laughs> practical and it doesn't work and it's not you know this is a thing this is this is you know again it's theater it's it's for the entertainment factor and, and and it doesn't take away from my true self but it's just part of myself it's one of the parts of myself yeah you know and i, mean, I don't know it, i'm it, it, it's not at all like uh, the the actress that played the wicked witch in wizard of oz she was a school teacher or librarian i can't remember which but like did all kinds of things with kids and like it damn near ruined her career oh i'm sure especially at the time kids were afraid of her and she's like i'm just playing a part it's okay I'm yeah it's scary you know like, yeah. <laughs> right like yeah especially the time in, you know the time that you know the was it was at the 30s yeah. something like 30s yeah. for i mean i mean you know just considering like the 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 culture at the time and the way the world was i mean just like that was like, whoo, you know, pretty brave. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, but, you know, yeah, it's it, like, would, would you get mad at an actor for playing a, a, the role of a villain? Right. Or whatever, like, or, or even the good guy, you know, and, and but they've got blood spattered all over their face, you know, like. Yeah. And. Well, 
why why the blame why the why the hatred towards that i don't get it and i've i I, you know i reached the point last year where i felt like i had put it to bed that i had put the whole um you know the estranged relationship and how it affected me and how it impacts me on a day-to-day uh basis uh that had been laid to rest i felt like at the time I was over it and that I was no longer affected by it. And I would be lying if I said that seeing that didn't hurt and doesn't hurt. And I'm kind of in a position right now where I'm opening this up in a way to offload vent, but also to share for awareness and welcome input. How do we deal with this? How do we deal with the repeated, um, you know, because look, I mean, I, I, I put myself through the potential distress by remaining connected with them, by having them on my Facebook, by having them on my social media, by staying visible to them in this way. And so could it be argued that, well, if you really and truly were over it, then you would sever all ties and you would just literally cut the head off of the off of the thing and then be done with it that's really hard to do that's really hard for me to do at least because that's your sister man right you know i mean like i don't want to i don't i don't want to be the one to do that i don't want to i don't want to be the one that said i'm done with you goodbye because i still have family that's there my dad you know who i've not talked to for a long time who I used to talk to almost every day is, you know, not in good health and hasn't been for a very long time. And I don't know when that day will ever come when he's moving on. Right. I don't want to be disconnected or dis or, or disassociated and separated. To, I don't want to be the one to do that because I don't want to, I just don't want to think about what that's going to feel like. You know what I mean? Like I'm being visceral and I'm being real to the point where it's like, I just kind of need a little bit of, I'm the one that's that's asking for some insight here. I'm the one that's asking for some, uh, how do you cope with it? You know, here's how I'm doing it. I'm I'm doing it right now by by you know, anonymously, not even anonymously, but I'm like whether you see this or not, Bree, Darren, Mom, Dad, Dom, Danielle, all of these, whether you see it or not. This is this is what I'm this is what I'm saying. This is how I feel. But is it the best way? Could I be doing it better? You know. I don't know if there's an answer to that <laughs> i know right <laughs> like, maybe maybe that answer maybe maybe an answer is not the answer for me right i mean it's it's probably specific too many factors you know like, yeah yeah you, you can't force other people to be okay or what you can't dictate how other people perceive something or feel about something you, you know that's not for you to do that's for them to do yeah i mean part of me that's kind of what sucks about it because you're over here like i want things to be good and to work out but if i want things to be i I do i want what do you do i want things to work and 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 they obviously don't otherwise we wouldn't be in this situation and so i'm left with the decision i'm or i'm left with the 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 
the thoughts that mull in my mind is like, okay, then what am I even doing perpetuating something that is causing me so much distress? Yeah. I don't know. It's a very weird place to be in. And I feel like a lot of folks are find themselves in a similar scenario and are looking for, you know, guidance and, and here, everybody listening, watching, right? Here's a classic example of there's almost no one right answer. There really isn't because in some cases, yes, the best thing to do is just, again, cut the head off, walk away, be done with it. But is that the right thing to do in every case? Are What other factors are there? You know, there, there, there's so many things that, uh, I don't know, man, like I feel like it's one of those things where you kind of have to bear that burden in a way yourself. You have to, you have to walk solitary in that way you can have support from your community and you have support from tribe and, and all that to just be able to offload and vent but at the end of the day what are you going to do about it your decision is going to ultimately be the thing that um ends up in the well and we've talked about that plenty of times here too on this podcast and, and other content as well that you know the the layers of of, of orlog and and what we lay down in the well, what becomes? Said, what are you going to do about it? Who said that? My great grandfather used to always say that. What are you going to do about it? Mm-hmm. And it seems like such a simple statement, but it's not. It, it, it's a very complex thing to say. You know, like okay, so what what can you do? You don't mm-hmm. like something. How do you fix it? What what can you do? And and is what you're gonna do in vain? Are you just gonna be flogging a dead horse? Mm-hmm. Or what are you gonna do? Change yeah. it. If you don't like it, change it. Make it better. And it's not always that easy, though. You know, but you still have to consider what you can do what what you're capable of changing you can't change everything you know like (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) do you remember the story i was telling you about wow this is gonna get bad (laughs) (laughs) about my ex-wife and getting mad at me about the movie melancholia uh i i I think it's see i it seems somewhat (laughs) I think I remember. Basically, there's an asteroid coming to Earth, and like it's like bigger than the moon, and everybody's gonna die, you know. And she was so mad at me that I said that I wouldn't try to change the path of the asteroid. And I'm like, but it, what do you want me to do? I mean, if it, it's inevitable. I can't fix that. Yeah. <laughs> like, so the, it is what are you going to do about it, but what are you capable of doing? You know, you can't move mountains necessarily. How big is the thing that you're trying to, to, to battle or, or face? I mean, if it's, if it's, and that's a really good point. Um, some things just can't be undone. Some things are just what they are. Like you say, I mean, it's, it's it, the, a massive force like that i mean it's 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 kind of like the ragnarok thing right i mean it's inevitable has been yeah. there is no changing the fate no matter how and odin has 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 um known by many names you know being the mad one 
because of his focus on trying to change the inevitable, trying to change the destiny, the fate, the the ultimate thing that he is destined to 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 endure. But the effort to try and change it has driven him mad. And I feel as I talk through this that I'm touching a little bit into that realm of the madness of the just because it does it's so consuming you know when you when when you are impacted in such a way by someone else's actions how much power do they have over you yeah right i mean without them even trying they have cast a spell of control over you because i'm sitting here talking about it and I'm venting to the public about it. And I'm, I'm, I'm here, you know, podcasting about this whole thing because I felt like it's a relevant topic of conversation and, and we all feel it. And then, so is this in a way, is this a counterspell? Is this, is this a way to release that from a lot of us? Yeah, why, why not try? <laughs> why not try? What have we got to lose? Right. What have we got to lose and what do we have to gain? And that is, I think, up to each and every one of us and on, a, on an individual level, utilizing the, the resources that we have, the support that we have from where we have it, whether it's, you know, online communities, whether it's local grassroots tribes, whether it's whatever it is, right? Because um, otherwise, man, we're going to, it's, it's going to eat us up. I reached the point last year at that, right around November. And you know what I'm talking about, uh-huh. where everything just kind of got reset. And I was like, okay, it doesn't really matter. It's all good. It is what it is. And slowly here and there, things are creeping in. And it's like, yeah, but does it? Are you? Are you really okay? Right. And I'm like struggling to find that place again where I was like, yeah, I really am okay. It really doesn't matter. I get it. And what it is what it is. Right. Esos, what is it? Uh, uh, S-O-C-K-S is what it is. I mean, (laughs) it just is what it is, but man, it's so easy to say. And I guess when you talk through it and you find that place where you were to feel it, that it is what it is. And you're just like, yeah, whatever. You're like, you're able to reminisce and recall that, that experience. But I'll tell you what, boy, during the, all and 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 when you are are exposed to it in the moment it really hits hard man it it hits such a nerve i don't know it's uh i mean all the all the the planning and training and whatever when you hit that moment with anything it challenges you right that's the it puts it to the the test you know yeah Hmm. that you, you never know how you know I've, I've been asked that question before about like random hypotheticals, like what if somebody did this or whatever? And I was like, well, here's what I would like to think I would do. But in that moment, you don't really know unless you've been in that moment before. Mm. Yeah. It's, it's, you know, okay, again, like, uh, what, what would you do if somebody pulled a gun on you? Well, I had somebody, you know, with a gun, three or four years ago and i i 
had no idea what I knew what I thought I would do. And honestly, I did. <laughs> I went yeah. out way cooler than I thought I would, honestly, because I was like, go ahead and shoot me. You're going to shoot because it was over celery at, <laughs> at the restaurant I was managing. You, know? and, <laughs> you got a gun pulled on you over celery? Well, he had it. He had it like in his jacket, but I can see like the outline of the metal and everything in his jacket. And he's like, "I'll shoot you, man!" And I'm like, "Over celery, celery dude! <laughs> like, really? You're gonna go to jail over celery? Really? Like, you're gonna get <laughs> your ass beat in jail over celery? Like, they're gonna make fun of you, man!" <laughs> like, and I was like, "Dude, my life is a cesspool right now. Shoot me. Go for it." <laughs> I'll like, die over this stock, damn it. I don't care about your salary. I don't care about you. I barely care about myself currently in my life right now. Like This sofrito don't mean shit thing. to me, bro. Out. But like, really, man? Like, man, you know what, though? I can't even imagine being a point in my life where I would be willing to fight or kill somebody over a stock of celery right like i don't care I how bad it's going why for me. i reacted in the way that i did because i was just like really <laughs> i mean i've had i've had my life threatened a number of times just because of the line of work that i've been in right but i i remember being cut off in traffic at like six o'clock in the morning on my way to on on, on my way to work and I'm like, the guy cut me off in a, like, it was a clear viol like He clearly like violated traffic rules to do it. Cause I'm like, you could have just moved over. He's like, I'll kill you right here. He like got out of his truck. He's like, I'll shoot you right here. You son of a bitch. And I'm like, okay, then do it, I guess. But I mean, <laughs> I got places to go. So are you going to do it? Or are you going to like, it was so weird. Like the way, like yeah. that flex, that whole thing over something that doesn't really mean a whole hell of a lot yeah, at the end so of the day. Like, yeah. You know what I mean? I'm like, so what? You cut me off, damn it. Like, why? If <laughs> right. anybody should be wanting to hurt somebody, it's me. You know, when you're over here, like, I'll kill you. Why? For you breaking the law, you dumbass? Like, shit. Right. <laughs> like, and I say, you know, it's just, it's nuts, man. I, you know, you know, like I, I had to explain that to, to my little girl yesterday. Like, she got really mad about socks or something. <laughs> ridiculous and just lost her mind you know and i said hey do you remember last night when you were playing in the the playground area at the arcade and that little girl was pushing your friend michael and she said yeah and i said you can get mad about that you can get mad when somebody is trying to hurt somebody you care about trying to hurt you you're allowed to get mad you're allowed to have that anger and all of it yeah but this is socks man like it's really <laughs> well, well, why this rage over something so insignificant at the end of the day you're right yeah it's you know uh so i get you know i get it it's you know everything's relative to, to at the end of the day you know what are you what are you gonna let dictate how you feel and I, I admit, like, I saw all that and I saw the responses and I was like, you got to be kidding me. You mean to tell me that you would drive 13 hours one way to visit your best friend's dad's funeral and you won't even come down here and say hi and let me meet my niece one time over the last year? 
you kidding me? I am offended. And hey, I guess I have that right. But at the end of the day, what is it really? I mean, what does this accomplish? Because look, Brie, Darren, like I mean, that's your kid. That that's is, their that daughter, is, that man. Is right to be, that is right. I mean, you're right to be mad about that. I think, though. I mean, that, that that's worth. It, you know, I mean, whether I'm right or not, I guess it is what it is. But you know, it, it's their daughter, and they they're doing the best they think that they're doing. And I, you know, who could be mad about that? You know, like that's that's their kid, and and they have her best interest in mind. And if they're and if and if their child's best interest is to refrain from meeting someone like me who's you know i mean look at me Ooh, yeah right yeah i don't know i think that's i don't think that is in the best interest of their daughter and i can i, I you know again like i i told you i'm kind of gonna go no holds barred you know like as a parent like my daughter adores you and like she's told me multiple times that she feels safe around you specifically safe you know that that you're like family to her and mm -hmm. like why would they want to rob their daughter of that that's where i have a problem because it's another place of safety of comfort of family uh, it, it, it's a place to go it's a place to be a place to belong and be accepted no matter what and why would they want to take that away from her yeah I mean, because look, I mean, because you wore a robe and, you know, the fucking whited your eyes out in a promo photo. Whoopie doo. <laughs> like, I could do it again to watch. You know, I've done blood covered <laughs> photo shoots and I went through a divorce. Yeah. Did any of that even bite me in the ass in court? No. Like, it, it doesn't matter. Amazing. Like, it's. It's so yeah. silly that, 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 that they would rob her of this place of refuge and safety over nothing. Yeah. Oh, well. I guess so I'll I'm find... I'm mad for you. As a parent, I'm mad for you. <laughs> I know you are, brother. <laughs> yeah, I know. Like... And you're not the only one. I mean, you're not the only one because, again, I, I offload a lot of this type of stuff in, in, internally to you know my wife and 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 my in-laws and stuff who you know again they don't necessarily 100 like my father-in-law was sitting here the other day and i had the the runes from the tree that i cut help him cut up on his property you know the runes are sitting in a bowl and i had just finished them and he's like oh is that the thing you made is you gonna make is that the thing you made from the tree i was like yeah and there's some more of the branches over there he's like oh okay cool you know, I mean, like, this is totally cool about it. I'm like, these people don't yeah, know anything I mean, about this whole thing. And they're, you know, say, fundamentally Christian and Norse pagan. And yeah, like, one, like so accepting of it because it doesn't, I mean, I'm not hurting anybody. If anything, I'm displaying the fact that I get off from work on my spare time, right? I like got off of work today before the rain kicked in unannounced to mow yards because that's what I'm doing. That, I mean, that's part of, the, the 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 maintaining the literal maintenance of the yards the family unit yeah. right like it's it's part of of the physical deeds to do it all it's you know like that's what i'm gonna do and that's what i've agreed to do and that's i don't need a medal for that i don't need to be oh good job like well congratulations for doing your job like i don't believe in that like i don't need that sort of validation but the fact of the matter is is like i'm not just some degenerate you know esoterical maniac that's like so disconnected from life because of all the drugs that i've done 
or whatever. You know what I mean? Like, it's nothing like that. Like I'm, I'm with it in my mind and in my heart to the, to the extent that, okay, so just because I have a different view on my religion or my spirituality and it's alternative in that way, doesn't just inherently make me a, a bad person. I mean, shit, like I literally spent a whole year's vacation, a week and a half's worth of time to help them out, to help my family out up there. Right. I mean, it's, 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 it's literally that wholesome. It's literally that where I just, I don't get it. I don't get the fact that you're going to erase all of that and focus on the fact that you don't believe in God. First of all, I believe in the fact that he exists. I just don't subscribe to the beliefs of, of the adoration and the, and the veneration of that specific deity. It doesn't align with what I want to do. So anyway, it's kind of like the the jealous girlfriend it's like oh i bet you're screwing around on me tonight and in reality like you're literally sitting on the couch eating fruit loops watching looney tunes yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> yeah like with kitty next to you and yeah. <laughs> it's the most dull mundane boring thing possible yeah like, <laughs> It, it reminds me of those, it reminds you, yeah, it gets, it reminds me of those memes where, you know, like me as a pagan, you know, what, what the world thinks I do, what my girlfriend thinks I do, what my family thinks I do, what, what I actually do, you know, when it's all different frames of, of things that, you know, uh, you know, kind of like, uh, <laughs> what do you actually do? You're like sitting next to a fire, just staring into it, but they, yeah. you're like killing goats and shit. or sleeping, <laughs> you know, or, or whatever, you know, reading a book, you know, something so yeah. just, <laughs> just inherently harm, harmless. And yeah. It, or, or, or like the, the whole gay agenda thing. And they're like, they're yeah. Like, what, like what what's you... the gay agenda? I don't know. We're, we're getting tacos tonight. Like, what do you, <laughs> that's my yeah. agenda. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to, I'm trying to dress, I'm trying to look like RuPaul 24 seven. No, you know, like just, no, it's not. <laughs> where do y'all come up with this shit? Cause I didn't come up with it. <laughs> I've had to, I've had to really like think about lately about the whole perception is reality thing. Yeah. And it's such a, it's such a, it's such a unfortunate aspect you know perception is reality what what is perceived you know you could be looking at dead ass facts straight in the face but if the perception of something is different than what the facts are then the facts don't mean nothing that's a, a philosophical conversation that i've had with many people about truth I don't, I, I don't know what truth is because your truth is different than my truth. The truth yeah. is relative. It, it, you could say no, but there's the facts. But yeah, people still don't accept that. You're right. So it, that's not truth to them. Yeah. You know, it, it is. It, it's about perception. You know, like I've had people despise me for things that I never did in my life. Mm -hmm. Never. It never happened. And they, they're so convinced that I did those things. Oh, yeah. That they hate me. But it never happened. So they're hating me for no reason. What kind of truth is that? There is no truth to that. Because it never occurred. Yeah. 
but it occurred in their brain so much that's their truth Mm -hmm. but that's not my truth you tell yourself a lie enough times you start believing it the truth the truth is my truth your truth and everybody else is put together that's reality that's what real truth is but it's so muddled it's hard to keep up with you know and and again it doesn't matter because there's the me that i see in me and there's the me that my mom sees in me and there's the me that you see in me there's the me that my daughter sees in me there's the me that my girlfriend sees in me there's all these different me's and they're all me and they're all i'm that way Mm -hmm. with all of it but none of those are actually me that's where that truth lies is it's very very difficult to define because again those are all me but that's not necessarily the truth of the matter yeah it's it's the version that you get in that moment it's the complexities of the self the soul complex you know and there's how deep does it go you know how do you want to project yeah and you (laughs) can even project in a way that you see you're projecting in one way, but it can be perceived in a completely different way. <laughs> and so yeah. your projection that you're giving out isn't even necessarily truth either because it's being received in a way you didn't mean for it to be. Mm. True. It all gets extremely complex. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Can, can, can confirm, you know, <laughs> there, there is no reality. <laughs> sense <laughs> yeah all of this is just a bunch of baloney yeah this whole thing is is just a mess who i didn't sign up for this who put me here <laughs> uh, why are you wearing that stupid human suit well the, the, what, what is this breathing thing why do we even have to do this yeah, yeah. Bullshit. so it's so <laughs> it's so cumbersome <laughs> right Oh man! Yeah, or, or my my favorite acid bath line, you know, the, it's maddening. Always touching something. Shit. Yes. <laughs> you know, you're you're just always. Why? <laughs> why? Why can I not just like be? <laughs> I know. That would be grand if I could just forget about this whole like body. Like having to eat when I'm hungry. Like, why can't I just like run around in the forest? Why can't I just scream in the forest? And, and why can't my best friend be a frog, or you know, or or whatever? Like, what you know? I mean, you, you why do why do I why can't I just go nuts sometimes and not have anybody check in on me? Like, it's cool, <laughs> man. I'm fine. Just I'm just being me. I'm just screaming into the void right now. It's cool. Right. You know, you know, nothing to worry about here. It's just business as usual. I'm going to hang out with Jeremiah the bullfrog in the woods. And right. <laughs> salamander, the salamander gets it. Trust me. You know. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, the scorpions get it for sure. You know, they're like, leave oh, me alone. I hate you. For sure. Yeah. <laughs> you, you ain't telling nothing to the scorpions that they don't already know. Right. <laughs> right. Same old story. Don't t- you, you're touching me. Why are you touching me? The song, me? the song remains not the same. Yeah. <laughs> Just put a cricket in here. Don't touch me. Don't look at me. 
Don't spray any water in here. I don't need water. Never mind. <laughs> you don't have to bother me now. Story of my life, you know. I'm over here shitting my pants. Never mind. You don't have to bother me now. Yeah. Um, and then you got the tarantula over here, too. And every time you open the cage, she just scurries into her little hole. She's like, fuck this. I'm out. You hear people say, like, I don't want to people today. She never wants to people, ever. Yeah. Like, <laughs> if that, is that an arachnid trait or is that just a, tra a tarantula trait? It's mostly arachnid, but spiders for sure are like, no, yeah. no I'm out. Spiders are way more afraid of you than you are of them, I promise yeah. you. <laughs> It's I interesting got... owning these different pets, talking about perception, because it's like I'm learning different perspectives on life. You know, I, I, I get the, the lizard perspective. I get the snake perspective. I get the salamander perspective because I have to take care of them. I have to pay attention to how they are and what they do and what they need. They're so environmental. Take care of them. Yeah, they're, and they're so reliant on the environment. Like yeah. they adapt to the environment, but they, they are reliant on the environment. Their 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 manners, their behaviors are reliant on the just what's around them. Yeah, and it, it, it's and it shifts me since I've had all of these exotic critters. Because <laughs> it's like psychology; it really is. It's helped me think about the world in a different way, and from those different perspectives, and and mm. having that different perception. Like I was talking about the tarantula, like she just scurries into her hole every time. And, you know, she's like, oh, I'm scared. Don't. Mm. And like, I kind of feel bad for her, you know, like I put a cricket in a cage to feed her and it, she's terrified. Huh. And so like, I have to scare the absolute hell out of her in order to feed her. And that's a weird place to be psychologically. Like I've thought about it like that. Like what if my life was like that, where, if I had to go through fear in order to eat, mm. which if you think about on a primitive level, mm. you have to kill to eat. Yeah, you go through fear in order to eat. Yeah. Am I going to die trying to get this meal? Like that because we just go to the grocery store, right? Yeah, you know. Yeah. A primitive lifestyle simulating that thing here in modern times is, I mean takes them take it takes a lot of effort it takes a it takes a very focused approach to existence to recreate that and to simulate that because it's not what we've had to do for a very long time as a species yeah you know but it, it, it is inherently a part of our being i think i mean it lies deep down inside of us at, at a primal layer you know like we're we're capable of a lot more than we give ourselves credit for yeah, you know, oh, I can't do this. I can't do that. I can't deal with it. I can't. Yes, you can, and yes, you will yes, if you, you are pushed into a corner. When yeah. you need to deal with it, you will deal with it. Trust me, you will. May not feel like it in the moment, but you're either going to die not dealing with it, or you're going to fight to deal with it. Like it, it, it's there. It's just that, that, that's buried. Bad stuff for me too. Like I get that a lot from Kaya, you know, and like. Mm that i can't do this i guess you can like when, like on our hike at the battlefield you know and she's like i can't go any further but yes you can we got to keep going we got it we can do it 
Yeah. She made it. And now she knows she can make it. Yep. She passed that test. She went through that. Learned that lesson. Yeah. yeah. That's and a you good. Push uh, yourself further than you think you could. Yeah. 100%. And that's a kind of a neat thing. I, I, you know, if you guys wanted to, um, I talked about earlier um, about uh, Cody Schaefer's uh, musical project called um, Eldervok. Uh, so Cody Schaefer, Schaefer, if I'm mispronouncing Cody, my, my apologies, um, has, uh, has, a, has an online um, presence through, through you know, his, his YouTube channel, which I'm going to be linking in the description sharing in the show notes, all of it's going to be shared here, um, has, has a musical project called Elderbach. He also does um, his online crafting business called Sacred Wolf Divination. Um, and cool stuff in there. definitely cool stuff. And Cody's got um, this, this here, which is a track called Excursion. I think he wrote it specifically for for someone but it's 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 for for use and i was gonna play it if you guys are cool with it you cool with it man if we uh play it here so um again this is elder uh check him out on youtube um this is a track excursion and let me let me pause for a second the the intro is the narrative is it's a poem being narrated by J.M. Olufsen, Fjallvatir Workshop. I've talked about him plenty of times. You guys ought to know. Good friend of ours, uh, near and dear friend of the tribe, um, kin to us, has produced products that are tribal relics. And he's reciting uh, a poem that he wrote. Um, and he's speaking, I believe it's Swedish. Um, but the intro, the, the, the narration that you hear is J.M. Olufsen. Read sedan, read tabak sedan, underdom. Inna molen, overdomen. Hast i himlen, overraskar, skall nystare, ljusare, i natten. Lolf bläser från tränden, som rosar fågel. Gå,
man, oh man. Yeah, so guys, check out um, Aldervok on YouTube, Facebook. Um, I think that's the extent of the uh, social media presence that that he's got, um, at least on on that musical project. But I love that, man. I don't know what you guys think. What do you think, Dingo? No, I, I dig it for sure. Super, super cool, I, man. I, I love how the, the, the drums are like almost industrial. Yeah. Like his 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 his, a his bit of a different element. Yeah, the studio work is 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 stellar. You know, just the production quality. You know, you can tell he knows his way around producing music. He knows his way around a board. Yep, yep. Um, so, you know, support this him. Is something I'm going to be critical of, obviously. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, yeah. I know. You know that that you come from it. Uh, or, or come to it from you know that perspective um as a musician yourself and uh you know i just was wanting to i don't know we were talking just you know it seemed like it fit like the the, the segue of things it, it fit well yeah. into the into the discussion so you know cody's uh projects you know sacred wolf divination uh elder Buck is going to be uh annotated in the show notes description of the video um so good job, Cody, man. Like just, he, and he does cool stuff too. He does, uh, what are those things called? The, um, ah, oh man, they're drums, but it's the steel drums, not steel drum. Um, it sounds like a steel drum, but you hit it with your hands. You know what I'm talking about? Those like dome things. Uh, yeah, there, well, there's several different versions of those, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> Water drum. I don't know. It's whatever it is, but anyway, uh, he does that too. I don't know. It's just check it out. Real good. Real part cool. of the world you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, they, but they, it's it's really good stuff. Um, so yeah. Um, anything else that I missed? I, I kind of offloaded a bit before. Was there anything else that you were wanting to touch on on this topic or topics? I think, I think we're pretty much in it. Yeah. Cool. Cool. What else do you say? Like. What are you gonna do about it? Do the what things. are you gonna do about it? And 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 you know what, man? Like, just do the things. And if you do the things, but I I know I'm meaning that a, a little facetiously, uh, so to speak, or you know, like vague. But do the things, and you're fine. Like, what 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 else can you do besides what you can? Yeah. Maybe a little circular logic there, but you know, like. It's no, I, I mean, it resonates, you know, do something, do the thing it's and it's, and it's repeated throughout, um, different sagas. It's, it's repeated in, um, the lore and even in all Like, right? I mean, it's better to do something. Action is better than inaction. Stagnation doesn't bode well for the luck, uh, you know, for overall luck for yourself, for the tribe, for that, you know, so it's, you know, whatever you do, you know, think about it, um, but you know, do take ownership of it, basically, is what yeah. I guess is the perception, thing. right? You know, like, <laughs> not going to mean a lot to people that aren't from around here, but Kaya goes to a Franklin school, you know, Franklin is, 
As some of you may know that aren't from around here uh, in the news pretty recently, several times, it's a very hoity-toity area of Tennessee. Yeah. Brentwood, you know. the And we had the, the daddy-daughter dance a couple weeks ago. And Kaya, it was an 80s theme. And the main thing Kaya knows about the 80s is punk rock. <laughs> so I went dressed in misfit style with the the the, the devil lock in the front, you know, like that. Yeah, works. you saw the pictures, like yeah, yeah man, yeah, battle vest, spikes on the vest, and you know, like it's these Franklin people, and like they, they have no idea how to handle that. I don't <laughs> give a shit. That's what my daughter wanted, and if you got a problem with it. You can take it up with her because yeah. I don't give a shit about your perception. I care about hers. Yeah. And that's and, what she wanted. You know, and it's like, like as a parent, you know, you're judged constantly on this or that. And if you're a good mm. parent or not, and my daughter thinks I'm a good dad. That's what matters to me. I don't, I don't care what anybody else thinks that yeah. I, I'm not their dad, but yeah. she thinks I'm a good dad. So there you go. That that's kind of what I have to say about perception, you know. And uh, I do the things as a dad, <clears throat> and she sees that, and she knows that, and she thinks I'm a good dad. And I don't I don't have to prove myself to anybody else about being a good dad, you know. No, that's 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 valuable. I mean, um, where is what is family? Right, family is. The, the the people who love you for who you are that accept you for who you are that that call you out on your baloney and your bs that 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 i have your best interests in heart and that are wanting to be there for you and i know it's cliche right oh you say oh, family isn't always blood right you know yeah but in reality um yeah i mean that that that's actually true that that, that is you know it, it's your family is not always your blood and there's and here's a classic example. I mean, my family, my blood family, um, who I owe much of my life to, have drifted. There's there's you know against my best wishes, you know, and against what I always wanted. And sometimes you just gotta accept it, and accept the family that are there for you, like you and Kaya and my wife and her parents and patrick and ken and these other people who say, are i mean like like i don't have a i'm, I'm not I lacking call you for brother family. because we've done the things right? yeah like oh yeah proven yourself to me in that manner and, right and vice versa and, you know like that's that, yeah that, that's a thing <laughs> yeah it's a thing take all take a drink all of you uh, yeah shout out eric shervin right <laughs> love that guy too i mean man i i you know everybody you know that doesn't follow eric's uh stuff i mean he is and i'm gonna say this unequivocally he is one of the main reasons why i'm still doing what i'm doing the way that i'm doing it um he has always been an inspiration for me and i know he's going through a lot and is you know had a lot of things come up in his uh life and with his you know family his tribe and stuff that have shifted a lot of his uh focus on things but that does not take away from the cut of his jib and the character of the man that he is and and why i feel so inspired 
by someone like him, you know? Um, so he yes, absolutely. He's doing the things for the family, you know, like, yeah. He's yeah. Tall. You definitely don't see that much content from him nowadays because he's got to do the thing. He's got to, he's got to be there for his, his, his hearth, his tribe. And he's got to, you know, he, he holds a, 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 a position of authority in his tribe and he has to do his thing and he has to preserve that luck. So much respect, much respect to him. But as, a, as you know, just from one content creator to another, if, if nothing else, just give him the support, watch his stuff, check him out. It helped me. It has helped me. It continues to help me. And I'm sure that you will find benefit and, and, and value to, to the stuff that he talks about and the things that he presents in his in his own way, very humble, um, and 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 always is on the real with us, you know. Not not a he ain't playing no games, you know. So I definitely appreciate I, that. I've never met the man in real life, but he, he's he's good people. Not yet. I haven't either yet, but I you know come close a couple of times. It just you know yeah. things didn't line up just right, but um, it'll happen one day. I mean, when when it's meant to be, it will be. Uh, but in the meantime, you know, we out here doing the thing. <laughs> right. Do the things. Right. Do the things. <laughs> so that was a great episode, man. I, I appreciate it. I'm going to go ahead and uh, tie this one off. Um, and, you know, there'll, there'll be a question about this, you guys. You know, the, the Spotify listeners and stuff, there'll be an interactive question about this. Feel free to interact in that way with your own thoughts. Always comment down below in the you know the the comment section uh, of the actual video on youtube um and if you want comment, to have like, you subscribe yeah yeah <laughs> All the things. like comment share and subscribe follow whatever you know um do all those things and uh, there's always the email you can write in if you have a long list of things that you want to share you can always write in you can call in whatever um yeah definitely voice your thoughts and i feel this is this is another great episode man i, I appreciate you helping me co-host this one tonight because we covered a lot of ground um and i think talked about some really good things and valuable things um so i appreciate you sure. you know so for all of you out here um listening and watching today thank you for your constant support be sure to give that video a thumbs up upvote the podcast wherever you're listening to it on and stay tuned uh, for next week's episode, which will be as random as it was today. We 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 kind of go off the cuff on some of these things. So we'll see what comes up on the on the agenda for, for next uh, episode. So thank you to my good friend, my brother, Dingo, and co-host on the Random Heathen Ramblings podcast. And uh, for all of you out here listening and watching, may the gods continue to notice you and walk with you, and may your ancestors always smile upon you. Take care.